Duncan McLeod, and this is the Tech Central Podcast. I'm joined now by no stranger to the show, and that's Stefan Depoz, the CEO of Africa Data Centers. Stefan, good to see you. Um, how have you been keeping? I believe you're in London today. Yeah, I'm in London today. I've uh, been able to you know, get out of my uh, home in, uh, in France. Uh, obviously, not been able to travel as much as I'm used to be uh, doing in the recent months. Uh, I've also been able to go to South Africa just to, you know, uh, supervise the, the last works to be done on our uh, new data center in Johannesburg, which we are going to officially launch in a few days. Oh, right. Okay. Well, remind me about that data center. Where is that being built uh, and how big is it? It is in uh, uh, our uh, campus uh, in Mindrand. Uh, mm-hmm. Johannesburg, uh, which already has uh, you know significant capacity and and you know hyperscale presence, and is going to be a, a ten megawatt. Uh, I mean, it is a ten megawatt uh, uh, IT load data center. Okay, so it's an expansion of that campus. I didn't actually realize there was still space available on that campus to build more uh, d- data center infrastructure. Have you have you yeah, gone vertical? Was. Have you gone vertical, gone vertical with this one? Not a bit, uh, but but not hugely. I mean, there's just two levels. Two levels. Okay, okay. Great. Well, um, the reason I was keen, Stefan, to talk to you uh, today uh, was on the back of an announcement you made a few days ago. Uh, Africa Data Centers made that uh, you are or you have earmarked uh, 500 million US dollars or about 7.2, 7.3 billion rand for investment in new data center capacity across the continent. I think you spoke about 10 data centers across a, a number of markets. I'm not sure if it was 10 markets as well. Um, did, maybe just take us through the background to that. Why, uh, where did this announcement come from? Uh, have, is it on the back of new funding that you've, that you've raised? And um, what are your plans? Well, I mean, you and I uh, have already talked about that several times. Uh, uh, you know, Africa Data Centers uh, already is the, 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 the largest Pan-African uh, data center operator. And, uh, uh, you know, we are uh, a very important presence in South Africa, uh, in, in, in Kenya. Uh, we, we are uh, about to launch a data center in, uh, in Nigeria, and we also have operations uh, in, in Zimbabwe uh, and in Rwanda. And uh, uh, it's always been uh, our DNA uh, to expand all over the continent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we've been working uh, in several directions over the past months uh, uh, you know, into uh, implementing our uh, strategy of, of you know, further strengthening our leadership in terms of being that largest Pan-African uh, data center operator. So uh, uh, it is, we, 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 and we also have uh, uh, been able to secure uh, funding for it. So the plan is to uh, uh, expand in 10 countries. So uh, that includes countries we already are in, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the significant plans to continue expanding in South Africa. Uh, in in Kenya and uh, in Nigeria, uh, but we always we, we also have plans to to you know enter into new countries, uh, uh, and and that is uh, mainly in in West and North Africa where you know we are not uh, uh, fully present yet, and where we also intend to have a a, a leading position. 
So we, we, you know, it is at various stages and it's difficult at this stage for me to uh, uh, give more details. Uh, but, uh, you know, we are very well advanced uh, into being able to uh, build fast. I mean, we are currently securing land in all those countries and uh, uh, we will start building soon. You specifically mentioned Morocco, Tunisia and Egypt, which are all markets in which ADC currently does not operate. Um, how, how important is it actually to build data center infrastructure? I mean, if there are 50 plus countries across the African continent, um, is it, is it, are we going to get to a point at some stage in, say, the next 10 years where each one of those markets is going to have some sort of data center capacity? Or do you think the smaller markets will inevitably be served by the larger markets on the continent? I think it's going to be a bit both. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, we don't intend to build the same kind of size everywhere. Uh, the way we are seeing it is that we, 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 we believe in the creation of regional hubs uh, you know, that can be South Africa, Kenya, Nigeria, uh, Morocco, and, and Egypt, typically. And uh, uh, where, uh, you know, analysts and, and, and you know, market observers uh, uh, predict, uh, and that includes us, of course, mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, there is a combination of, of you know, GDP growth, population, uh, uh, economic fabric uh, that, you know, really uh, give the good uh, soil for uh, the digital world to 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 explode, mm -hmm. and and we are in priority investing uh, in those countries, of course. Now, around those countries, as we again do not have a single country vision, it's our DNA to to think pan-African, but we also uh, are getting organized by regions. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, typically, if, if we have started in West Africa uh, with Nigeria, there are several countries uh, in that region uh, where uh, that, we, that we have identified for, uh, you know, being great opportunities to, for development. Just give us an idea, Stefan, of the size of your data centers currently, if you combine all of the IT white space or the floor space in these data centers uh, ex of the existing uh, data center space and, and how you plan to expand that over the coming years? Well, we, we, uh, uh, it, it changes uh, regularly as you know, we, are, we are bringing new capacity uh, uh, to the market. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would say that we uh, probably are in the range of uh, uh, you know, 25 megawatts of IT and, and the plan is to uh, get to 75 shortly. 75. So you're looking to triple the size of your capacity in the coming coming years. Okay, and um, I know we've spoken about this before, but uh, energy is always a, a, an issue on the continent, so re the reliable supply of energy. Um, how are you going to be uh, working around that in these new data center builds? And are you able to um, look at uh, green energy center, energy center builds at all through, through this process? The The... Our carbon impact is in the, you know, at the center of, of what we're doing. Uh, I mean, one first has to remind that a, a, a data center is a tool of massive carbon footprint reduction. If there were no data center, the you know, IT world uh, would consume much more power. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, because we have the experience, because we mutualize some of the equipment, we significantly reduce uh, the carbon footprint of you know our digital life, 
nevertheless, we are constantly looking at uh, uh, you know improving uh, uh, the efficiency of of, uh, of the data centers in order to continue to reduce uh, you know the the carbon impact of the digital world. So, uh, I mean. As you know, Duncan, the, 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 each country uh, is different, uh, and, and you know the power situation uh, you know varies significantly. Uh, in South Africa, you know you, 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 we, we, we have to deal with uh, uh, you know load shedding, but again, I mean data centers that are well designed are are, are designed to cope with that. Uh, uh, in, in in Kenya, typically the uh, the grid itself uh, is, you know, the the, the mix uh, of the grid itself is very much uh, uh, around renewable energies. Uh, so the the power you get from the grid is already uh, coming significantly from from reduced energy, and we are uh, you know, deploying everywhere we can uh, on all of our roofs, for example, and sometimes you know beside the data center, deploying solar farms. Uh, to further reduce our carbon footprint, and we are exploring everything, absolutely mm -hmm. everything. Uh, our international customers uh, have, have made commitments to you know, to to become carbon neutral uh, during this decade, and uh, you know we will be making the same commitment, and we are working in that direction at the moment. Interesting, but I, I imagine it's it's not the easiest thing to do running an entire da data center, for example, on solar and battery backup, and that ultimately you do need some sort of diesel generator to to run that if there is a problem. Of course, uh, you can't co build a data center uh, around only solar energy because you know the, the amount uh, of, of of solar capacity you need is going to really use. A, a, a space that you know at some times you know, can become contradictory to to the purpose. Uh, so you know, we are, we are using it as much as we can, uh, uh, but then what we are also doing is sourcing uh, everywhere we can energy that is renewable that is called power wheeling, uh, where you actually buy uh, uh, renewable energy and, and then you know you 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 input it to the grid and the grid gives it back to you. Uh, so we are uh, also working in that direction. And cooling must be a challenge too, particularly on, on the African continent where, where um, temperatures tend to be higher than elsewhere in the world. Um, I suppose locating a data center in the Kalahari Desert, for example, might make sense from a solar energy perspective, but then you've got to keep the data center cool in very hot conditions. So, the, I mean, when you build new data centers, do you consider locations that um, that are close to, for example, hydropower or other renewable energy sources that would reduce your carbon footprint? Or is that possible at all? Quite a lot. We, we, we really uh, uh, input, uh, you know, the, the, the re reducing our carbon footprint at the very beginning of our uh, expansion projects. Now, that being said, uh, uh, if a data center is needed, uh, you know, in, in a place that is very hot, uh, then you know we will deliver it, uh, uh, but there are a lot of things that you know our experience uh, has learned us in how to optimize uh, mm -hmm. that carbon reduction, and, and, and that really starts with uh, uh, you know how you build to start with. Uh, 
because certain ways of, of building uh, are more isolating than others. Uh, and, and you can protect yourself from the external heat better. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, now, very clearly, if you are in a you know extremely hot environment, then you're going to have to cool a little bit more. I mean, it's, it's going to use more power to cool than if it was, uh, you know, in, in in a very cold environment. But we know how to optimize that so that we 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 can still provide the benefit of mm -hmm. the digital world to the countries where we are expanding, mm -hmm. uh, and those benefits, you know, largely uh, uh, compensate for. Uh, you know the, the 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 carbon footprint because the digital the digital world. Let's not forget it. Uh, yes, it does consume uh, power, but it also significantly reduces our uh, carbon footprint. I, I mean, I, I remember uh, before the internet, if I had to sign a contract, uh, you know, from if I was living in Johannesburg and I had to sign a contract in discuss a contract in Cape Town, I had to fly there. And, and, and print and, and then modify and then fly back and and you know so uh, uh, yes the digital life uh, and infrastructure consumes power but it significantly reduces the, 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 mm. the our you know uh, our human carbon footprint. I just want to come back briefly to the um, to the expansion plans. You, you said you're looking to build more capacity here in in South Africa. This is beyond the expansion you're doing at your Midrand facility. Um, are, are you Maybe just take us through that a little bit, what you're thinking is there. I know it may be early days to talk about it, but can you give, share some insight in, in, term, in terms of what your South African expansion plans are specifically? Well, yes. I mean, they, they, it's a bit early days, uh, uh, but we, we can still uh, continue to, to, to develop in, in our Midrand campus. Oh, yes, uh, yes. And and also uh, uh, we we are now very well advanced in a a, a project on our Samrand campus. Mm -hmm. uh, you 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 might remember uh, uh, that last year we we, we acquired uh, the Standard Bank facility right, right. in in, in Samrand, and uh, uh, you know one of the great things uh, uh, about this acquisition is that uh, uh, there is land on that property. To significantly expand, so that is going to be one of the directions we're going to take. We are also looking for a, a third location in Johannesburg, okay. and uh, in Cape Town we are uh, uh, also very well advanced in a very large expansion where we already are in our Deep River campus, and uh, uh, we are also looking at acquiring land uh, in a second location uh, in uh, in Cape Town. Okay, so you're going to have facilities right across the country. Um, your Samrand campus that you bought from, or the data center in, in Samrand that you bought from uh, from Standard Bank, um, have you had to make modifications to that, or was it pretty much a case of we take this over and just start filling racks? Uh, we've been able to fill in racks uh, immediately. Uh, now you know there there are a, a, a few adjustments we 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 are making to. Uh, uh, you know, accommodate uh, a more various kind of customership uh, mm -hmm. because obviously it's been extremely well designed up to you know, extremely high standards, uh, but mainly for a, a single user. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, for you know standard banks uh, standards, uh, and uh, as we are opening that uh, amazing uh, data center to, to the market, there, there are a few little adjustments that we need to make uh, 
uh, to, to be able to accommodate other uh, type of requests and be more, uh, you know, uh, adapted. Uh, but, uh, you know, one has to say uh, that it's a fantastic facility and, and uh, you know, we have very, very little uh, to, to, to modify or to change. So when do you think you'll break ground on the expansion of SAMRAND? Uh, within the next few months. Okay, okay. And, and, and will you be doubling the size, tripling it? Uh, yeah, at least doubling. Okay, okay. At least. Okay. Um, I just wanted to drill down briefly into the $500 million headline figure that you mentioned in the uh, press statement that you issued a few days ago. Um, is, is that new funding or is that previously announced funding? It's, uh, it's going to be a combination of both. Okay. Uh, and at that point, I can't get into the detail of that. Okay. And combination of debt and equity? Yes. Okay. So you're, you're getting investment as well from your parent company, Liquid Intelligent Technologies Group? Uh, Yes, I mean, uh, as it is, uh, as it has been communicated, uh, you know, quite uh, that funding is going to come through uh, liquid intelligence technology. Okay, okay, all right. Um, I guess the the last question I wanted to ask was um, actually there's two quick questions I still wanted to ask. One was around interconnection. You said you wanted to. Uh, interconnect all of the facilities that you are um, building on the continent. Um, are you specifically going to build uh, facilities where Liquid already has backhaul fiber infrastructure or where there is existing fiber infrastructure in the ground from other telecommunications operators? Well, do remember that Africa Data Centers is, is by DNA uh, a, a career neutral uh, data center operator. So yeah. uh, uh, we, we very much promote uh, a, a wide variety of, of telecom operators to provide services in our data centers. Mm -hmm. uh, now, of course, uh, the, the fact that all those data centers are interconnected provide immediate benefits to our customers because typically, uh, if, if you are in uh, uh, Lagos, you have access uh, uh, you know, to all the customers that we are having everywhere. Yeah. On, on our uh, footprint, and and you can work with them and interconnect with them easily, uh, and and you know just that eases up your uh, digital transformation because you have access to partners, to your supply chain, to cloud operators you know, that may not be in the country where you are. So those benefits we 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 really uh, uh, we those benefits are unique to what we are doing at Africa Data Centers because. Uh, of that large footprint. Mm. Uh, and, and we want to be able to provide them as early as possible in our data centers. So, of course, uh, uh, we, we, we use uh, day one. Uh, they are interconnected through uh, other companies of the group, such as uh, Liquid. But again, everybody can come and, and do the same. Okay. And then lastly, um, I just wanted to ask about the data center market in, 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 in Africa broadly, but also in the South African context. There's been a lot of investment, particularly in South Africa in recent years. We've seen Terraco, for example, um, announcing uh, massive new data centers in, in Gauteng. Uh, Dimension Data and NTT have announced that they're building a data center together. There have been various other announcements made in the recent past. Do you think there's a risk that the market is starting to become a bit overtraded? I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I don't think so because uh, you know we've we've really only seen the beginning of uh, uh, the, the the development of the cloud, for example. Mm. Uh, 
and of that ecosystem where enterprise, local enterprise, are using the cloud. Using the cloud allows uh, the, the South African enterprise to uh, uh, work better, uh, to make savings on, on, on the way they, they, they currently work in terms of IT. Mm -hmm. uh, but also, it allows them to do things they were not able to do before. So that really is only the beginning. And, and you know, at the moment, in South Africa, there are not many uh, hyperscalers who have deployed large you know, compute footprint. Uh, they, they, so we are expecting uh, that trend to, to you know, expand significantly. Because what we are seeing is that uh, uh, the hyperscalers which have deployed large-scale uh, compute capacity uh, in South Africa are expanding themselves. So basically, mm -hmm. it means that they are successful, uh, and and that is you know fantastic news because it's it's just uh, going to simply uh, you know motivate everyone else to actually come and provide additional services uh, in South Africa. And that will require significant uh, data center capacity. Mm. So we, we are not very concerned about that. Yeah. And of course, we've seen, I mean, some of the names are companies like Microsoft, like Amazon Web Services, who have invested in the South African market. Um, do you think these, these global so-called hyperscale data center operators um, or, or cloud provide, service providers like Amazon, like Microsoft, um, will eventually look to create regions within Africa? Because at the moment, they've invested in South Africa and are now serving the African continent from South Africa, do you think at some point they're going to look to say, well, we actually we need a region in Nigeria for West Africa and we need a region in Kenya for East Africa? Do you think that's the natural progression of this? Yes, we do. Uh, exactly the way you said it. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's a... Uh, uh, they, they, they are also, uh, you know, themselves looking for, for growth. Yeah. The growth is the key. And, and Africa is, is a, a fantastic uh, continent if you are looking for uh, growth in, in you know, digital services, generally speaking, uh, because it has not been served the same as everywhere else in the world for the moment. Yeah. So you know, that really is where the growth is. Uh, uh, and, and it's you know, applicable to, to, to consumer-oriented digital services you know, like WhatsApp and others as well as, as business-oriented uh, digital services. So uh, uh, we are very much convinced uh, that you know, there will be new countries uh, all over the continent where we will be seeing uh, the hyperscalers deploy uh, compute capacity soon. And then very final question, Equiano and 2Africa, two new giant cable systems that are going to be deployed uh, quite soon, in fact, Equiano, I think, is already starting to be deployed along Africa's west coast. I'm not sure if the Two Africa cable, which is based by, uh, which is backed by Facebook and others, has started to be deployed yet. But that's also coming, and th this is going to bring unprecedented capacity, uh, undersea capacity around Africa. What's the impact of those two cable systems going to be? Do you think, on your business specifically? Well, it's it, it is going to further accelerate the growth of digital services and digital usage in Africa. Mm -hmm. So, you know, remember, 
Africa is, is currently something like 15% of the world population and is expected to reach you know, 20 or even 25% of the world population uh, uh, pretty soon. And, and, and yet it only has 1% of the data center capacity. So what it means is that if you compare uh, uh, the digital life, the digital usage uh, of Africa compared to the rest of the world, we, we, we are a bit behind. But yet Africa is, is you know, extraordinarily dy dynamic and, and, and creative, and, and, and there are so many, uh, so much potential uh, that uh, is only uh, uh, waiting for the digital capacity to be there to express itself. Uh, uh, that uh, uh, you know, we are, it, it's going to further accelerate that, that deployment. So the more uh, uh, Africa is connected to the rest of the world, uh, uh, you know, the more it is going to catch up uh, uh, you know, with that uh, gap in, in, in usage of digital life, uh, and, and that is going to accelerate. Now, the, the, uh, one of the things that also needs to happen to, to continue that journey uh, is obviously that people have access, can use the data in, in, in their private life in a way that is a little bit more affordable than it is now, but we are seeing that happening too. Stefan Deproz is a CEO of Africa Data Centers. As always, Stefan, thanks so much for talking to Tech Central. Thank you. You have a good day.